<laughs> hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today we're going to be talking about the three S's. <laughs> which just happened to work out that way. We're talk- Today we're talking about Ryan's pick for the for the week, a film that Devin has never seen, 1994's Speed. Starring Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, and an L.A. Metropolitan bus. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, um, I don't think we can be. I don't think legally we can be on the internet today and not talk about the thing that happened last night. We actually have to. It's forced yeah. upon us. Um, so last night, the trailer for Spider-Man: No Way Home leaked. Or didn't leak. Oh, man. It was released last night. It leaked Thanks. on Saturday night. No, Sunday night. Um, leaked. I watched the leak ver. No, it, it leaked. It, trust me, it, it was a leaked version. I, the last time I watched something that low quality on the internet was when we had dial up in 1997. <laughs> uh, it was a TikTok video of a phone playing an unfinished trailer. Like none of the special effects were finished, so Gross. it was really rough to see, to see anything that was going on. Um, but I watched it because I was just curious. So I was like, oh, I want to see how bad this is. Um, and it was bad. It was really, really bad <laughs> quality wise. The trailer itself. Um, we're gonna try not to speculate too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin, you Chat's didn't watch the out. trailer? Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to because I know how much hype is around this movie and I know like, like, oh, maybe this person's in it. Maybe that person's in it. And like, I don't want to know. I don't want to see it. I don't want anything confirmed. I want to go in. It's, it's a fresh babe, a newborn, if you will. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I didn't, I almost didn't want to watch it either, uh-huh. but I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm just going to follow my normal trailer philosophy for movies that I want to see. Mm-hmm. I will watch the very first trailer that you put out and okay. that is it. I will not watch another trailer for this. I will close my eyes and do the la, 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 any TV <laughs> spot that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, this is all I'm going to see for this movie. Uh, besides the merchandise that I see in stores. Sure. I, I don't need to see anything else. You have sold me on the concept. Um, the cast looks great. Um, Ryan, what did you think of the trailer? It pretty much fell in line with what people have been talking about for years for what the next movie was going to be. I was really surprised in that, actually, that it actually followed with the rumors and what people's like, speculation were actually going to be. Um, and I'm happy to see who I saw in it. I don't really care if I see or not see any of the trailers going forward, simply because you guys know where I am on this whole superhero thing for, like, the next one. So, like, yeah. for me, maybe it might be better if I see more of the trailers, but I am sold on this one already. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Devin, how about you? I don't think we got your actual thoughts. Well, okay, so the thing that got me to even watch the trailer was I was sitting down and like, I'm not watching the trailer. I'm not doing it. And Romano's like, you have to. It's good. I'm like, no. <laughs> but I know this person's in it. And I know this person's in it. And I know that this happened. I know what the trailer is. I got it. So then I just watched the dang trailer. I'm sold. I'm, I'm sold. I think a person in it acts... Un- in- Romano brought this up. A person in it acts so uncharacteristic to themselves 
that I'm really curious to see where they go, like wh- how they do that. Uh, okay, I, I I think we can talk about this a little bit because it's in the trailer. Okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna spec- speculate about the other Spider Man that might be in it. Spider Man be in it. The Spider Man. Uh, Doctor Strange is in this trailer. He's in the movie a lot, um, and pe- a lot of people on the internet are saying that Doctor Strange is acting weird. Yeah, and I think that that's a fair assessment. Here's my take on it, Doc. And I, I'm not the first person to say this. I think it was Jay Stubes on TikTok had this take, and I really like it. Uh, Doctor Strange is an egotistic prick. He just saved half of the universe. I'm pretty sure it's still going to be going to his head. He's doing a victory lap. Of so sorts. he's doing like a victory lap. Like, yeah, you helped me save the world. So, yeah, I'm going to do this thing for I'm going to do you this favor. So I think okay. it's that I don't want I, I don't want the next two months before the next two or three months before this movie comes out to be is Dr. Strange Mephisto because it's going to be that <laughs> I, I don't want that. Because we did that again, we did that already at the beginning of the year. I don't need the the Marvel year to end with is Doctor Strange Mephisto. No, Fair. Like, <laughs> I, there might be something going on with him. It, it's an interesting take. Um, I I liked the uh, I, I like the similarity though that they were kind of throwing out with with like Thor wearing the hoodie and like being kind of out of shape, and then they show Doctor Strange wearing a hoodie and just being who he is in the trailer it fits like it's just kind of like a narrative be like yeah the character's kind of changing a little bit so so let's let's just throw a hoodie on him (laughs) i also like the question i like the question from chat though did you guys anything surprise you guys the iron spider suit surprised me did it yeah i am sick and tired of that damn suit why i i'm i don't like that suit i don't like I don't like the mechanical suit for Spider-Man. I think they're doing the same thing they did in the Far From Home trailers where they're replacing one suit with another. Oh. Um, but I, I just, I don't like that suit as much as I like the other ones. I hope Ryan, that's not any- what they're doing. I really, because see, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I don't like about the Marvel trailers. Because, uh, because, because the thing, I really hope it's Iron Spider. I want that suit. I want the mechanical suit. That's what I like when it comes to, like, the whole MCU. The mechanical spider suit is something that I don't really know a lot about and I find to be really, really interesting. So I hope I see more of it. And they're showing it in the trailer. And if it ends up being, like, some weird suit or, like, I don't, let's just throw out a random bone, like, of the Venom suit for whatever reason... I'm going to be upset because I want the iron suit. But there was a shot, and this surprised me, of Spider Peter Parker in a black suit. So whether that's the Doc Ock, like, killer suit that he goes in, or it's his, like, my spider powers are out suit that he makes in the comics. Uh, So I've seen some toys of this one at Target. Um, It's a black and gold suit. I don't think it's a Venom suit. I don't think it's a symbiote suit. Okay. It looks okay. like it's a magic infused suit from the toys that I've seen. Weird. So, okay. I don't think it's the Venom suit. Um, I totally missed that suit anyway in the trailer. So I was just throwing was the whole Venom thing out. It's just like you know whatever. Yeah. It's a blink and you missed it thing. Yeah. Uh, I I, I, I know we're gonna we're gonna get multiple suits uh, in this in this movie. Good. Um, 
Uh, let's talk about the uh, giant octopus in the room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what did you guys think of the hello, Peter? Reveal of Dr. Octopus, Alfred Molina returning to the role after, what was it, 18 years? I love it. Yeah. I I absolutely loved it. I have my own little theory about the whole hello, Peter line, which to me, it could be one of two things. And I'm not not saying anything. Okay, good, good. Because, whatever. Um, Yeah. If it's just a thing they're doing for the trailer, like it's just like a line they give for the trailer, I'm going to be upset. Mm -hmm. But for him to say, hello, Peter, if he's if that's his like first appearance in the new Spider-Man world, then it's really odd that he would know who Peter is. Well, if here's my take on that, this is what (laughs) I'll say. If Doc Ock is the same one that's pulled from the end of Spider-Man 2, who knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and he he knows he's in a different universe, and he sees a guy in a Spider-Man suit, I think Dr. Otto Octavius is smart enough to put together that this is a different <laughs> version of Peter Parker. Okay, well, that's not how I was reading it. I was reading it that there was somebody off-scene without their mask on. I, oh, I, say, no, that, that's actually what too. I was thinking. That, yeah. Um so there are a few other villains hinted at in this trailer. Have, did you guys catch any of those hints? I think I've seen hints for two. I heard okay. weird laughter. I mean, oh, I wasn't even counting that as a hint. So three. <laughs> uh who, who what hints did you see, Devin? So I saw uh pumpkin bomb a very specifically styled pumpkin bomb. Yes. With a certain someone's laugh in the background, which made mm-hmm. me just excited. Yeah. Uh, I also saw lightning, which, I mean, there is somebody confirmed in the movie that does do lightning. Yes. Uh, and I also saw a cloud of some sort. Some people could speculate it was a cloud of sand. I might yeah. be one of those people. So the Pocket funniest thing... What's up? Pocket sand. Uh, pocket sand. <laughs> the uh, the funniest thing I saw the night that the uh, the trailer leaked was somebody was like, oh, yeah, I saw Sandman in there. And they're like, wait, you saw Sandman? How did you see Sandman? He's like, well, the footage is all grainy. So uh. <laughs> <just figured. laughs> well played. Um, Ouch. No, so we, we get the Green Goblin's pumpkin bomb, and it sounds like Willem Dafoe's laugh. So love it. Well, hold on. You um, sent me a picture of Willem Dafoe. Was that from the trailer? I did no such thing. I don't have any of that in my possession. <laughs> um, Whatever. <laughs> it, it's been heavily speculated that he's going to be in this. So sure. if the, if those are three and we're getting a Sinister Six, what are the other three Spider-Man villains that you want to see? We're assuming Sandman's in it. Cause, so I guess mm-hmm. the other two. I don't want Rhino. I know Rhino's part of it. I don't want Rhino. Because didn't they set up, like, Paul Giamatti as Rhino or something at the end of Amazing Spider-Man? Two, yes. But, but, that, but see, the thing was, that's Amazing Spider-Man. That's completely different. So I mean, it, Jamie, it would be Jamie Fox. Jamie Foxx is coming in from the Amazing Spider-Man movies as Electro. No, so. I just watched, sorry, I just watched um, Homecoming. And they set it up a bit. 
I set it up a bit because Vulture is in that one. Vulture is a member of the Sinister Six, but he meets someone when he's in Scorpion. Rikers. He's, he meets Scorpion. Scorpion. It's those two. It's got to be those two. Man, okay. if I can get me some Michael Keaton in this in this bish, I would love it. I want Man Spider. Man Spider. <laughs> Does to anybody be honest, want that's Man Spider? That's the only other Spider-Man villain that I know the name of that's not anybody you guys have mentioned so far. So, like, I'm tapped out at this moment when it comes to Spider-Man villains. <laughs> um, I think we're going to either see Lizard or Venom. Oh, that's right, Lizard. My heart wants Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. God, I hope they do that. I, I, wouldn't that be so cool it would be amazing if he was the reason they all come together right um, but i don't i don't know I'm i don't, I don't think they'll do it i don't think they'll do it um he's supposed to be in hawkeye though so we'll see no he's not as as kingpin or as and like that's the rumor that kingpin is going to be in hawkeye wow um, okay all right so before we wrap up our talk about spider-man no way home's trailer I have one more question for you guys. We talked a lot about the villains in this mm-hmm. um, and they're, how they're returning from different previous movies. Mm-hmm. Do you want Tobey Maguire and or Andrew Garfield to show up in this movie? I mean, yes to both. I, I like them both. I really do. Like, I don't hate Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man the way that some people hate Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I think that he did a great job. I think he was given a very rough script to work with, but he did the best with what he was given. I want them both. Okay. I, I'm fine with it. I'm good. Um, I was thinking before if like I really wanted that to happen and... You know, under like what context, but at this point, we're so far into this whole MCU movie universe thing that it could really be just mail in cameos, and I'd be perfectly happy with it. What do you think, Alan? I want them to be in it. Yeah. I am prepared for them not to be. Part of me Look. thinks that they will be in, they will do something down the line with everyone together, but mm-hmm. I I don't want to get my hopes up and be disappointed. But for uh, now, I, like this is how they get the Sinister Six is the multiverse thing and that's it. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if part of the deal was you can build the Sinister Six in this movie for the MCU, but mm-hmm. we're going to do the Spider-Verse live action Spider-Verse over in the Sony universe of things. And have let Sony keep all of that money. Here's my thing. Like, I think if that because do... if you remember, this movie was never supposed to happen because Disney and Sony right. cut off their deal. Mm-hmm. So I think I wouldn't be surprised if this is a setup for a Spider Verse movie outside of No Way Home. I and I think it would be better if it it might be better if it focuses on Tom Holland Spider Man, and then mm-hmm. sets up something that you can do later with all of these Spider Man. And the villains together, but I think that would work. I really think that would work. I it's hard. It's hard to do that though without anyone knowing, and I don't know if they can pull that off. Look, if they do that, there's only one way to play game, me right? Because I'm going to be mad if it isn't this movie, and they make me wait for a whole other movie. And that's if you put in Spider Man, the Japanese version of Spider Man with the Megazord. That's what I want. That's the only thing that'll make me happy. He. 
Sue Su Spider-Man will be in Spider-Verse 2. Will he? They they confirmed that like two years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. That makes yeah. me incredibly happy. Ryan there's, looks confused. There's a Power Rangers Spider-Man? Yeah, there's a Japanese... I'm, I'm sending a, you a link in our chat. Was a, this is oh, a, yeah. Sorry, yeah, action. no, yeah. I just remembered. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I just remembered what I I I just had a flash of really corny bad uh, TV uh, show footage of it. <laughs> um, you mean glorious footage? Uh, glorious and bad can be the same thing. Glorious and <laughs> well, hold on. Uh, chat brought up something interesting. Do you think they would do in the new Spider Verse? Do you think they would do Spooderman? Because, and I would say a hard no. Spooderman's like that weird meme with Spider-Man with the weird face, and he says something sarcastic. I would say, no, that's ridiculous. Why would they put a meme? But we got Big Chungus in Space Jam 2. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, have we so, ever... like, what is the world anymore? Yeah, I, anything's up for grabs at this point. Have we watched the Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s where they were called the Insidious Six? I love the Spider-Man cartoon from the nineties. That was my, that was actually my introduction to, to Dr. Strange was Spider-Man and Dr. Strange interacting in that cartoon series. I paid money for somebody to record spot that Spider-Man on their TV onto a VHS and then give it to me. That's how much I liked that stupid show. I love it. Yeah, it was, it was part of my normal morning cartoon rotation. I don't remember a thing from it. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I never realized until Disney Plus came out that all of those animated shows from Fox Kids for Marvel were connected. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, they're See, all that connected. I knew. They all have share the same universe because the X-Men come into Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four are in there too. And Which one starts it all? I think X-Men, 92. Oh, guess I know what I'm doing on my flight tomorrow. <laughs> that. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think that's enough for the Spider-Man talk. Any other final thoughts that we want to say before we wrap up that the trailer talk? I want this to be my last Spider-Man trailer too. I, I think I'm with you, Alan. I want to be done now. I, I saw yeah. enough. I'm sold on the movie. Done. I honestly, I hope this is the only trailer they put out because what else you yeah. need to tease? It, if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in this movie, they will not be in any other trailers. So no. what's the point? Like yeah. just we we the movie tells you what what's going to happen and why these villains are the trailer tells you why these villains are there. I think it's a really good way to have this all happen to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think you need any more. I think this trailer is good enough. Like don't give us anything else. Agreed. Um, I could do with a few more trailers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. Uh but like like if there if there is a new trailer in front of like the Eternals when I go to see that in November, mm-hmm. I'm I'll watch it, but I'm not going to like watch it ten times on my phone like I did this one today. Uh, <laughs> only ten? Only ten. Uh ish. <laughs> um all right, so let's move on. Did you guys watch anything this week, Devin? I did. Oh, you did? I it wasn't it wasn't really watching though. It was a it was a weird video game thing that I did quick. That I just want to bring up real quick to you guys. Okay. I know we don't have anything prepared for this, and that's fine. I played this game, it's called Twelve Minutes, right? It just came out. It's a puzzle game. It stars Daisy Ridley, 
Willem Dafoe, and James McAvoy. So amazing cast for this video game. And it's interesting. It's an interesting puzzle game. If you guys decide to play it, which I recommend, it's a slower paced game. It's a story driven game. Take your time with it. I didn't, and I suffered for it. But if you want to see some really good video game performances by some really great actors, 12 minutes. Okay. That was it. Ryan, how about you? Have you watched anything that I'm prepared Uh, to talk about on the show? (laughs) Yes, I am prepared to talk about something that you are prepared to talk about. (laughs) I mean, that you have prepared. Um, The second season of Lower Decks. I was able to watch the first episode of of this season. Um, I am not good with when the episodes get released. So I did not watch the second episode if it's available because if I had some stuff happen the past couple of days that kind of distracted me a little bit. Um, But I have to say, I like what they did with the second season. It does not start off right away from where the last season ended. It's about a four month gap between where Mm -hmm. the last events of the uh, season one to where they're picking it up now. And to boil it down to what the episode's about is just a mother-daughter relationship issues. and yeah. But it's done in lower deck fashion, so if you're a Trekkie, it's hysterical. If you're not a Trekkie, you might get a little confused about the jokes. <laughs> <Get a> little... <laughs> well, what's funny is, so talking about the first episode, the episodes yeah. come out Thursdays, uh, okay, so I'm, I'm caught up. <laughs> um, what's, what's great about the premiere episode is I just started watching the original series so I just watched the Gary Mitchell episode where this guy gets all these, the, the, like the power of God uh, yeah. and they have to like take him out. And that's pretty much what happens in this episode, Devin. Like they, they're making, oh, like, good. it's a whole yeah. Gary Mitchell situation. And they're, they're like making references to things that happened on the original enterprise. Uh, <laughs> um, so I had just got, I just watched an episode. I was able to pick up on that joke immediately. Um, no, I really like the episode so far. Uh, episode two, since you haven't seen it yet, yet, I will tell you, watch it with the pause button ready because, okay. um, slight spoilers. They go into, yeah. you remember the episode of next gen where data's kidnapped for the menagerie, like the collectors. Oh yeah. I love that. Episode. They pretty, they pretty much <laughs> deal with what, like the aftermath of, of one of those guys dying. So they have to go in and catalog this huge collection and there are Easter eggs galore. In oh, this I, there has to be. Um, okay, and and not enough Riker. I'll, I'll I'll just say it. Not enough William T. Riker. Yeah, um, I, I could watch. I could watch a whole cartoon show of just uh, Jonathan Frakes playing Riker in the lower decks fashion, like just yeah. just Riker being loud and um, boisterous and ridiculous, <laughs> and, and like putting like bending his leg in ridiculous fashions to to lean on furniture. So, <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, which Devin, he does when, in the second episode. Yeah, Aww. Devin. One of the things that they did in the first episode was that they they mainly focused on uh, the main character and her mom, like being the ship captain and everything, and just them dealing with their number one going old god and crazy. Mm-hmm. But they always refer back to um, now. I'm forgetting his name. The one that went over to the Titan. The one that's working with Riker. I cannot remember his name right now. I, I don't know. Mm, I, I know you don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, I can't um, help you here. I'm sorry. Yeah. But they refer to another character on the show? Yeah. Um, and the, 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 
they keep on talking about how he's probably having such a fun time on Titan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's probably doing well. And you're waiting for like, well, can you please cut to him to see what's going on? And they don't throughout the whole show until the very end. And he's literally at the helm of the ship screaming his head off because they're going into like a vortex. So clearly <laughs> he's not having the time of his life. And Riker's behind him going, oh, yeah, I love these. And everybody's faces get all distorted because of the gravity pull. <laughs> See, that's fun. Now, the one thing I want to know is, like, I haven't watched any of Lower Decks yet. Of anything that Star Trek is doing, this is the thing that interests me the most. You guys know my history with Star Trek. You know where I'm at with it. <laughs> Will I get anything from this? Or is this just going to be in-jokes flying over my head with some funny animation? I, uh, there are a lot of in jokes. Mm-hmm. I think having a passing knowledge of the Star Trek formula and how episodes mm-hmm. work, I think you'll appreciate this just okay. from a from a novice point of view. Like I, I don't think you okay. need to be, I don't think you need to know who Chief O'Brien is to mm-hmm. understand some of the jokes. It helps. That hurts. It, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That hurts me right here, Alan. Yeah. Okay, I don't think you need to know who Tom Paris is to understand some of the jokes. Is that better? Yeah, that okay. yeah, I guess that's better. But I but would better. I know some jokes if I know Tom Paris? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean um, my answer would be just brush up on weird character stuff from like next gen and you'll get like like forty five percent of the references. Wow. Or or just uh, take pictures of things that you don't understand and send them, send them to Ryan and he'll just explain it to you. <laughs> I'll help. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I would enjoy doing that. So that, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, just I totally, watch an episode yeah, and really then fine. then Ryan has to explain to you everything that you didn't understand. <laughs> Which is probably you, most. You could just of make it. that a podcast. Honestly. That could be a podcast, <laughs> you probably right? Could. Um, coming soon to our OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is no longer a dirty sentence. Now. Yeah, which is why, which is why we're not setting up a dirty fan or an OnlyFans. Like, what's the point now? Like, right? If I can't get yeah. naked on camera, why am I even doing it? You get naked on camera. There's just things you can't do while you're naked on camera. As, as oh, the, I didn't know that was the yeah. line. Weird. Yeah. Uh, no. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> Lower Decks is fun. Uh, if you're a Star Trek fan, check it out. Uh, I'm enjoying the season so far as well. Um, and that brings us to the third S of today. Ryan's pick for the film speed. <laughs> yep. So, uh, speed was directed by, and we talked about this before the show. So if I mess this up, I apologize. John D. Bunt. John de Bunt. John de Bunt. John de Bunt. Now then. It came out in 1994. He is also the director of one of my other favorite movies, Twister. And I usually watch these movies back to back because they're made by the same person. Oh. Even though I don't really know how to pronounce his name. But anyway, um, as Alan said before, it stars Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, and one person he did not mention was Dennis Hopper. Um, this movie is why I love this man. <laughs> I'll, I'll just put that up there now. Um, and Jeff Daniels is in it and a lot of other people. Yeah. Um, now, this movie, this came out in 94. First time I saw it was probably like 96 on like TNT or one of the like network stations that were popular with like the evening movies. Um, I saw it then, and then this was one of the first movies then 
later that year that my dad let me watch like unedited pretty much oh wow uh well, when it, when it comes to, like, these, like, you know, swear-heavy, you know, ones. So, <laughs> this movie is a staple of mine. Like, if I don't know what I want to listen to or watch when I'm doing chores or working on something, I'll put, this is, Speed is one of the movies I'll put on. In fact, I went to watch this today, and I literally got distracted and didn't really watch the second half of this. Just because I've seen <laughs> this this much. Um... But I but um, I have a line of Blu-rays that are right on our uh, uh, TV stand um, that are like our most watched favorite movies, and this DVD is in there, obviously right next to Twister, or Blu-ray is in there right next to Twister. <laughs> Good, so, uh, Alan, your face is uh, lighting up. Yeah, I just found a new section of IMDb that I did not know existed. If you click on the rating for a movie, it takes you to a page that breaks down why the film has that rating. So, like, sex and nudity, none. Violence and gore, moderate. Profanity. And then it goes through how many times they say the F-bomb. How many many times they say shit. uh, 30 uses of God, 6 uses of Jesus, and 1 of Christ. (laughs) So He's you're just learning about thing. this now? I didn't I know thought this you knew a, about this. I didn't know this was a thing on IMDb. I knew there were sites that did this. I didn't know you could click on the R rating on IMDb and do this. Because usually I'm on a, the usually I'm on my phone. I'm never on the page, but I clicked it to see. I didn't think it'd break it down this much. I want to do was, this for other movies now. It was always under the parents' guide. Yeah, I never look at the parents' guide. Yeah, I don't either. It's it's always been there. This is something that was there prior to the switch around. Weird. Well, I'm not a parent, so I don't look. Yeah. I was always interested in like what you know this type mm-hmm. of stuff. So you know, there's that. But um, so but but that's my experience with it. That's how I see this film. Mm-hmm. I do not take this film seriously. I'm just gonna put that right out there. This is just a fun movie for me. So, um, yeah. Alan, I know you've said that you've seen it before. Yeah, I have kind of the same history as you. I watched this on like T- TBS or something, uh, like Saturday afternoon. Just there was nothing else on, and I don't know if I've ever seen the the full beginning of this before. Like it seemed vaguely familiar, but I I've mostly seen this where they're already on the bus. Gotcha. Okay, mm-hmm. so you you've already picked it up after like the first ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. And then how often have you seen it then? Like, is this something that you kind of like you stop on if you see it or is this kind of like Uh, when I had cable, I I might watch it if there's nothing else on. I enjoyed it. Um, it, It's one of those fun movies. It's fun to like make fun of because it's just (laughs) die hard on a bus. Like, (laughs) I think our chat even said that. Yeah. Yeah. I. Okay. So, Devin, you being the one who hasn't seen this yet, what did you think about this? <laughs> All right. So, just to let you know, my exposure with this is, like, numerous, like, what? Family Guy, probably Simpsons, probably, like, any other, like, like TV show that makes fun of movies yeah. joke of, of Speed. Like, I think there was, like, someone did a joke of, like, Speed 4, if Fish Glacier moves faster than... <laughs> eight centimeters a year or something like that so like this movie has been parodied and and like worked itself to death in other venues where i was like 
I know what's going to happen in this movie. They're going to be on a bus. They're going to hit traffic. They're going to run out of gas. I get it. Keanu Reeves is going to save the day. Uh, so I kind of went into this movie with just like pretty low expectations. I freaking love this movie. I loved it. This is, I will watch this movie again tomorrow. I mean, I don't own the movie, but I'll watch it again. And I loved it for very specific, very stupid reasons. But like, yeah, I get that it's just a diehard ripoff, but it's different enough that like, I do really like it. And in fact, it's funny because this movie was originally written to be a better version of a runaway train movie that was made in the 80s. No, what was it? Uh, Runaway Train. Oh, <laughs> it was it was it was the eighties. Like all of the movies were named like you could name yeah. them that because that movie was never done before yet. Yeah. So uh, that's I wasn't expecting you to like it this much, but I really? was expecting you to find little tiny silly things to like grip you onto it. No, all of it. It came together in such a cool package. Excellent. excellent. Uh, now, Devin, the, the, the chat brought up a good question because you're the only one of the three of us that lived in L.A. Does this movie make you miss the L.A. bus? <laughs> no, but I do want to bring that up. I didn't know this movie was set in L.A. I figured it was going to be New York City and they're making tight, like very oh, blocky good. turns. So good. I didn't know it was set in L.A. It made me miss L.A. It made me not miss L.A. All in <laughs> All in one. So I never will miss the L.A. bus ever, ever, ever. I'm sorry. I hate the L.A. bus system. I, I don't know if a bus has ever reached 50 miles an hour in New York City. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't know that a bus has ever reached 50 miles an hour in L.A. either. Because I went, oh, bus is going 50. That should be fine. And then I'm like, oh, my God, they're going on the 405. <gasps> they're not going to last a minute. <laughs> well, the 405 was, wasn't even finished in this. Right. Yeah. Yep. So like I don't know, there were parts of it that made it cool and I was like, oh, I know this neighborhood. I know this place. Like when Keanu was like walking down the street and they showed this like weird puppet of a woman on the side of a building. I used to work by that. <laughs> so like I thought that was really cool. And then like I just I I don't know. The, then they like would like pan and you'd see like gross smoggy LA or yeah. like you'd see her like running into cars on a like a ramp and I'm like, mmm, didn't miss that. So, pretty much, you are Sandra Bullock's character, and I would be the yokel sitting on the bus. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I think I never reached Sandra Bullock's character status. I think I was just the yokel for all four years I lived there. I just okay. like, well, I just moved here, guys! Isn't this rather terrible? Like, I was never better than that. <laughs> okay, so, I'm happy you liked it that much. That it, that it definitely makes me feel better about this. So, one of... One of the core reasons why I picked this film is because you, Devin, don't really have a history with Keanu Reeves, as far as I'm aware, other than like the Jack Wick movies. And and The Matrix, and that's it. And The Matrix, and that's it. Okay, yeah. so this all came about, and the reason why I've had this on my list is because we used to, uh, we talked about this during the John Wick, that I know him as like the surf bum from... Yeah. Uh, from like Bill and Ted and Point Break and like that's how I know and and this movie that's how I know Keanu Reeves so when he does all this like really cool action stuff now he's good at it and I'm not taking anything away from him but in the back of my mind I'm just like huh I see a beach bum can make himself out of something can do something <laughs> so I wanted you to get a sense of like how I see Keanu Reeves yeah 
how did you like him in this? Like, uh, can you see some of the, like, his early personality movie roles kind of creep into this a little bit? Well, yeah, and the one thing I did want to bring up that just adds to the movie, right? This doesn't detract, but it did, like, I, I did always want him to talk. Because, like, the accent was, like, I just walked off of a beach, but I'm also on a police force. There's a, there's a bomb on the bus. Like, I, I can't even do it. Like, he was, like, surfer dude. It was cans. Like, with a day job. It was cans. Yeah. It was just cans. Yeah. So, my, my pinpoint of things uh-huh. that he says that is, like, pure, okay, you know, he was surfing and got the call on his pager, and he went and picked up his friend, and they drove off a ramp to get to, to fly in the air at the beginning of this film to, yeah. like, get to this thing, was when they ask, what do we have that's going to prevent this, you know, elevator from falling? And he's chewing gum and goes, the basement? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, that is pure Keanu Reeves to me. Is like that, like that, like smart alecky line, like right at the wrong moment. Yep. Um Now, that Alan, you've seen this before. How yeah. do you see Keanu Reeves? Like, do you see him more as like the action person, or do you see him more I, as kind of like the I know bumbling? Him, I know him more as the action person because my introduction to him was this and The Matrix. Oh, okay. And oddly enough, um, what's the name of that movie? Um, oh, is it Point Break? Another one. No, it's not Point Break. It's A Walk in the Clouds. It's a weird one. Um, <laughs> not Constantine? Not Constantine, no. It's, I uh, love that movie. Me too. I, I've never seen Constantine. Um, I own it, but I ne- I've never seen it. It came like in a three-pack of Blu-rays. Uh, a Walk in the Clouds is like a romantic movie that I had to watch because my mother... Uh, I think I think I've talked about this before. He plays like a World War II yeah. soldier who like hides out in the vineyard. Um, but yeah, so it's like action stuff, and then the replacements where he plays a quarterback. A <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, that's a good one. So yeah, that that's he is my, good at comedy. Yeah. Um, well, he's got yeah. He's kind of he makes a good straight man in that because he's not really doing anything ridiculous. He just has to not react to like John Favreau going nuts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know him more for like the action stuff. I think at this point. Okay. Okay. Um, and the reason why I'm asking you this is because I've, uh, there were supposedly there were, uh, four actors, top name actors who were approached for this role other than Keanu Reeves. And I, and I want to know if you think they would have been a good fit for this. Okay. For for his character. Okay. Tom Tom Cruise was approached no. for this. No, he'd have been he would have played it so straight and so serious and it would have been it would have lost everything. Okay. Tom Hanks. Oh. No. I don't see Tom Hanks doing this. <laughs> you mean uh pulling off the line at the end when uh when the bad guy's head gets ripped off and he goes, well, I'm taller. <laughs> America's uncle would never say that. Uh, um, Wesley Snipes. Yes. I could see that. Yeah. I see that. hundred percent. And Woody Harrelson. Definitely. <laughs> I, I want to see that version of this movie where he's just like high as a kite. Yeah. 
So yeah, so um, those uh, those were the actors who were approached before Keanu, but then the, 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 the director saw the movie Point Blank and was like, I want Keanu, but he has to cut his hair for the role <laughs> because he wanted him to lose the whole surfer dude like look because 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 in all the movies he had prior to this he had long hair yeah so yeah. you know they wanted to go that route and um i just want to throw this out there meryl streep uh kim basinger and mm-hmm. ellen De- and ellen degeneres supposedly were approached for sandra bullock's role before she took it I, I, I don't know why, but when you said Ellen DeGeneres, all I could think of was Kate McKinnon's impression from SNL. <laughs> I'm 90s Ellen. Like, I could just, I could just see Ellen yeah. driving the bus be like, hi, I'm 90s Ellen. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, okay, so given, okay, so given that, um, what do you think would be a good matchup between not just the people I mentioned, but just other actors you think that would make this funnier? Make it funnier? Make okay. it funnier. I've got the perfect duo. Uh, okay. You keep Jeff Daniels. Replace okay. Keanu Reeves with Jim Carrey. Just dumb and dumber. Just keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously That'd not be... playing the same characters from Dumb and Dumber, though. Obviously, just... no, no, no. But just Jim Carrey with his manic action. Like, he already yeah. has such a packed 1994. I don't think... He would be able to do it physically. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think you, you put like Truman Show Jim Carrey in there. Like, I feel like he could pull this off. Like, I, I feel like yeah. that he could bring the right kind of. He'd be it'd be something completely different. And I could see him bouncing off Sandra Bullock fairly well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think I could see that, too. Yeah. I had it and I just blanked on it. I don't know. Ryan, okay. who are your picks while I while I put um, something up? Well, see my they're not comedic actors, but I feel okay. like they could pull it off just because of the tone of everybody else. And this is not gonna surprise you guys at the least. The chat's gonna roll their eyes. This is Good. gonna happen. I feel like a young Denz like mid nineties Denzel Washington, he has a humor streak in him, and I think he could make this funny. Okay. I, you know what? I think you're right. I was actually thinking about him. Alongside a young Halle Berry. I think that would work, though. Because, I mean, I think it would have to change the tone of the movie, though. Like, Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I think, anyway. Yeah, I think they could I, pull it off. I think that would work. I can see that. Yeah, I, I really do. Well, shoot, if we're going down this train now... Hold hey, on. Then just go off your original train. Go off your original train. You're on a subway train, but you're not jumping the tracks because the controls weren't shot up. <laughs> well, no, because because I had a really, I had, I had a lot of answers. I, I really want. I don't know why I want Janine Garofalo as Sandra Bullock's <laughs> character, but that's who I wanted really badly. Okay. And she was the first person that snapped into my mind. And then I don't know who I want as the male. I really want the neighbor from uh, Jingle All the Way. Phil Hartman? I really want Phil Hartman as the main guy because I need more Phil Hartman in my life. But then I'm like, you know what would be fun? I forgot that, like, Samuel L. Jackson is a person that could be in this movie, too. And that would be funny. (laughs) 
And he could give his oh, lines man. too without any problem. Well, when right? You said, when you said Janine Garofalo, I, I automatically went to Ben Stiller. That would be fun. That would be like. That would be interesting. Um. I wouldn't want to go so far as to say an Adam Sandler, but maybe a Dana Carvey would be fun too, though. You could also pull off the Ferris Bueller and bring back Ferris to have him play off the uh, comic relief on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would want, I would want him to be the new to LA guy. That's who I would want, want him to be. Okay. Okay. Uh, Why why do I, I feel like Alan Ruck is just playing Cameron, but in the (laughs) nineties. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, I I wasn't sure if I wanted to touch on that or not because of because of because of everything else. But yeah, no, I constantly think that whenever I watch this movie, I'm like, yeah, that's Cameron. You know, he destroyed his dad's car. He went to therapy. Mm-hmm. He became all happy go lucky compared to being all you know. I cry and listen to the Cure in my bedroom after school personality. Um, and. That's just who he is now. Just happy go lucky, doesn't care if he comes off as an idiot. That's Cameron. That's Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> um So what did you guys think of the effects in this? Because this is mid nineties, there's no CGI in this. I okay, so I really well, there is kind of. I really enjoy the practical effects of this. I remember watching it had to be on like HBO or something, like behind the scenes footage of how they did the bus jump. Yeah, um, and that was like my first one of my first introductions to like behind the scenes of movie stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, I I just movies like this work better when it's practical effects. Yeah. Yes. Hundred percent. Um, and that's what I miss about the '90s. Like that's why that's why I'll always be nostalgic for the ni- '90s because you had the practical effects instead of all the CGI and green screen and blue screen and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think. Yeah. No, Devin, what? Oh, I think they work. I really think they work. I mean, it's just... The the only one that took me out of it a little bit was the bus jump. I didn't realize the bus jump was practical. I wonder I wonder how much they did, because for me, the bus jump seemed like it like took off the ramp, but like skidded forward in an unnatural way, and then like um, did the jump. I, I can explain why that happened, because I just read. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah, That happened me. an hour ago. So there was a kicker part of the ramp. So when the bus hit it, it was supposed oh. to pop the front wheels, and then the, uh, and then, and then that part of the ramp was supposed to flatten so that the back wheels went off normal instead of yeah. at the higher angle because they wanted it to come in nose first. Got it. The problem was they forgot that the engine on those buses are all the way in the back, almost on the bumper. It threw off the weight, and they only had one bus. <laughs> <laughs> only had one bus. They only had 10 buses to work with for the whole movie, and they allocated one bus for the jump. Um, wow. And it's really funny, if uh, if you can research it, if you can find what the stunt driver's seat looked like, he was basically being suspended by bungee cords. <laughs> so you can just imagine him flying around on the inside of that Because if I remember correctly, they, they rigged it so the seat was in the center, so when he yeah. did it, he could line up perfectly for the jump wow. because they only had the one shot at it. And that's something, I, they, do, that's something they do a lot. They, they'll they move stunt drivers into the center so they have a better uh, point of view going at the thing that they're jumping. Yeah. So hmm. the bus jumped, like, in reality, on set, it jumped maybe, like, 15 
maybe 20 feet or something like that. Yeah. And they didn't mean for it to land like an airplane. Like that was just something that happened. <laughs> they just didn't account for where the engine was or how mm-hmm. heavy it was. And that's just what happened. And it was one of those things where was it? It was the, 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 the director said that he wasn't happy with it, but he wasn't disgusted by it. So they left it in. Yeah, I mean, and that's how it was. Like, it didn't take me out of the movie. Like, I wasn't like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm just like, yeah. buses move like that? <laughs> and then, like, knowing what I know about it now, like, I'm not going to complain about it ever again in my life. Because now, yeah. it, you know, if it was practical and they had one bus, great. Yeah. Um, uh, to the chat, we are serious and don't call us Shirley. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch the freaking movie. Yeah, wait, the, uh, wait, you haven't seen that? Hmm? You haven't seen Airplane? No. I was waiting for you guys to make me watch it. Okay, good. Good, good. Uh, (laughs) I've already written down one movie in my notes. Alan, Mm -hmm. I think you can take that one. (laughs) Oh, crap. Um, I don't don't have a pick for next week yet. I just realized it's... (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah. Let me me scramble to figure out something. If I can't think of anything, that'll be the pick. That's fine. Um, Um, so, So talking about practical effects, besides the buzz jump, because we just covered that, what is your other like favorite for whatever reason favorite effect favorite stunt doesn't matter how low profile it was or how explosive it was what was your favorite effect or scene of that of of, of that effect <laughs> Mine, mine's easy it's the elevator in the beginning okay. i i i'll tell you i'm gonna be honest i got mad at this movie for the first three minutes in 20 seconds because I'm like, I hate these credits. I hate that I'm in an elevator shaft. This is dumb, and it's not going to resolve itself. And then the whole like first fourth of the movie was in the elevator shaft, and I went, it's clever. Dang it. <laughs> um, my favorite part of the elevator shaft is when they pull the woman out, and, and as everybody's running away, you can hear her clearly say, my shoe. <laughs> Every... <laughs> Every single time we watch this movie, my wife laughs hysterically at that part. <laughs> my my favorite part of that opening sequence is just the same section of elevator shaft on a loop yeah. for, five <laughs> for the yeah. credits. Because like, okay, maybe it's more than just one section. Then I looked closely. He's like, no, that's just one section. Just they the keep same looping, section. They keep looping the footage, and then it it transitions so smoothly. I was like. I feel bad for whoever had to edit that. Like that's just a yeah. lot of. A lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Alan, what was what's your favorite, like, action, effect, whatever, like, stunt that they did in this? Uh, probably when they blow up the bus at the end with the plane. Okay. That was cool. I, I like explosions. Nice. <laughs> that was a huge explosion. One of the things that, again, I've seen this movie probably a hundred times by this point. In, in my brain that I always think to myself now whenever I see this, Keanu Reeves goes... No, he doesn't know the bus exploded. And I'm thinking to myself, how could L- how could all of LA not know the bus exploded? That was mm-hmm. huge. Um but uh mine is really small. Okay. Um it has to do with when they transferred the passengers from the bus to the um airport, you know, uh transport oh. Shuttle. Yeah, yeah. The reason why is because those were all the real actors. They all did that stunt. What? And they petitioned as a group to get more pay because they did that stunt. Did they get the pay? 
they got extra pay. Oh, they got yay. more pay than what they signed on for because because the thing was the problem was that the camera angles were too close for them mm-hmm. to do stunt people. So the actors had to do it themselves. And so the actors were like, "Fine, we'll do this. Got to pay us mm-hmm. for doing the stunt, but we'll do it." And so oh, that's why that is jobs. my favorite exactly. <laughs> so that's why that is my favorite like stunt in this. My favorite gimmick though is when uh sandra bullock hits the hits the baby stroller and she's freaking out it's a great comic relief moment because you're you know it's like they're flying through city streets you know you're going oh my god this is getting ridiculous this bus isn't slowing down and i know that sounds like a ridiculous statement but the movie's done well so Mm -hmm. i mean yeah you're drawn into it and you're freaking out because you just hit a baby stroller and it just can't it's just aluminum can't (laughs) Welcome to LA, man. <laughs> Devin, did you ever hit a cart of cans? Every day. Every day I did. Uh, okay. Stro- so, a stroller but- of cans, not strollers of kids. Strollers of cans. How many- <laughs> oh, oh, cans. Uh, once or twice. Okay. So I want to make sure. Uh, so I wanted to talk quick about things that surprised me about this movie. And, yeah, and, I and to by surprised, I mean absolutely delighted. First off, the sincerest, most earnest use of 80s tropey action music I think I've ever heard in my life <laughs> was phenomenal. I want to run to the soundtrack of this movie. Go like, for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, th- th- I mean yeah. Uh, funny thing. <laughs> on, I, I just saw a video this week that was the uh trailer for Braveheart and like wait a second this music sounds familiar it's the music from the end of this movie where they they escape the bus and it gets this, <laughs> this big horn fanfare that is the music in the Braveheart trailer with Mel Gibson <laughs> <laughs> that I is love excellent. that <laughs> yeah no th- this is one of those movie scores that i just know like yeah. I like, and I am not a movie score person. Unlike you, unlike you guys, definitely not like Alan. I just don't have an ear for it. But this, like, it beats you over the head constantly throughout the entire film. Yep, <laughs> you're not gonna miss it. Well, I mean, the, um, during the opening credit scroll, I'm like, yeah, should, should I be kickboxing? Should I? <laughs> you got to turn the bass down so you don't make the neighbors <laughs> mad. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, what other things kind of surprised you about this that tied you into it? Because you mentioned how there was like a, like some small stuff that just kind of like gripped you to it that you said were stupid. Or okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this over to you because I think you might get it. What is the most okay. Devin thing that you think I could be pleasantly surprised about? Because you know my dumb assumptions with movies. What did you think I was surprised about? This is really dumb. Uh. His partner dying? That the whole movie explosion? didn't take place in a bus. Oh, oh, oh. You seriously thought this was like that. phone booth? I was I gonna this was... say that. You didn't give me the chance. Oh. <laughs> I thought you it was thought like this was gonna be like booth. phone booth? Yes. Oh my god. I thought it was gonna be like or like like um like literally like Die Hard, where you know, there was like a scene of him like walking to the bus and being like, Hey partner, let's establish character for the next three sentences and then he gets on the bus and the movie takes off nope can, can there was even a part after the bus 
Can I tell you my head cannon? Yeah. Building at the beginning, Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yep. one of the things that I think kind of ties into that a little bit mm-hmm. is this is one of those movies that from talking with you guys and doing this podcast, the whole like check off gun thing, like you don't mention something or do something without it paying off. There is literally nothing in this film that does not pay off. Oh yeah. Literally nothing. Even down to where, um, Jeffrey, uh, Jeff Daniels, Mm -hmm. his character, he's drunk talking at the bar about what gets you killed. Mm -hmm. That's what kills him. He rushes in because he's got the balls to do it. He doesn't think, and he gets blown up because he should have known that it was a message and that this guy was smart enough to know that they were going to raid his house. Yep. Like, there is not one thing in this movie that doesn't pay off. Uh, the one thing I'm mad about about this movie is that Jaguar. Because that thing's rare. I'm, I, I know you guys are laughing, but there is a cult following for that car, the same way that there are cult followings for movies. Um, it is a Jaguar that is very hard to find nowadays. It is very hard to find parts for it because they because they because they haven't made that thing in twenty thirty years, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that he's like, "Are you insured?" Yeah, I'm insured. He blows the door off, knocks the door. Like, that just makes my heart hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that guy is just credited as Jaguar Jaguar owner. Like that's how that's his character in the screenplay yeah. and in the cast. Which which kind of makes me upset, because I've deep-dived into him a few times to try to figure out like what his character is, because the license plate says is, the license plate on the car is a novelty plate that says Tune Man, as in music, Tune, Tune Man. Oh. So I always assumed, when I was a kid, teenager, early 20s, that it was some famous record producer of like music in L.A. Right. It's, I've never been able to confirm whether it's just a normal person in a car that they got somebody to loan them for for the non-destructive scenes <laughs> or what. And that's the one thing that kind of irks me about this. That's the one thing that really does irk me about the film. Um, before I get to my last thing, is there anything, mm-hmm. is there anything else you guys want to bring up? Uh, the only thing I want to bring up is uh, the chat brought it up a little bit. Is Speed 2 Cruise Control. I hate the title. I'm going to tell you that now. I hate it. <laughs> I, I, Devin, I'm going to get you to watch a- the movie in two words. Okay. Yep. And it has to do with the villain. Okay? Get ready for okay. this. All right? I'm ready. Willem Dafoe. Oh, son of a bitch. Yep. You got me. You got and it. You want, and you want to know something else that's funny about that? What? The title, Cruise Control. Yeah. It's a pun. That's why I hate it. That's why I hate it. <laughs> it's a pun. You get it? Because it's on a cruise, because it's like a boat, but then also cruises the control thing for speed. I get it. I hate it. No thanks. But that's the thing. But there's like, also I, William Defoe. <laughs> I, I guess I can't do that, because I get mad when movies don't go for the obvious pun, and this yeah, one's yeah. just going for the obvious pun. So I guess I can't hate this. I mean, the, the worst movie not going for the pun is... Uh, now you see me too, like the first movie yeah. is called Now you see me. You make the second if you want if you're you're trying to make a second one, then you call it Now you don't. Now you don't. You don't add a two to the don't. end of it. It's Now you don't. Yeah, and that yeah, I that always so, irks me. Me too. So I mean, I guess I can't even be mad at cruise control. I, I guess it should have been. I, I know uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves doesn't come back 
because uh, money, I think it was, they replaced him with Jason Patrick. So is it the same the same no. character though? Nope. Oh, good. Okay. Nope. It, it is Sandra Bullock's character. It's though. it's a different cop. Like she she meets him through Jack, I guess, and then they start dating. Because so, you, can't, you can't base a relationship off of traumatic events. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love that line because there is real psychology behind that, and I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And that and so there so that gets to two statements I want to make about the film real quick and mm-hmm. then get to my last thing that I want to talk to you guys about because it's scary how bad this movie could have been. Okay. I'm dead serious. So there's a cut scene between Keanu Reeves and 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 Sandra Bullock where they develop their relationship. She's a graphic designer. They talk oh. about her job and that scene wound up on the cutting room floor. It's not that bad of a scene mm-hmm. in my opinion for the kind of movie they were going for what the finished product was. Yeah, I could see why they cut it because it would have been kind of like putting the brakes on the feeling of the film a little bit. Sure. Um unintended. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um <laughs> good. And my favorite uh, line involving, um, I went to go say his character name from Ferris Bueller and I lost it. (laughs) Cameron? Cameron. Is when he's relaying the message from Jack to his partner and he's telling him everything that he's seen. And Keanu Reeves drops the F-bomb and you just see the hesitation in his face and goes, uh... Oh darn! <laughs> Over the phone. Yeah. Um. So this gets to what the original script called for, and I'm just going to read it. Okay. There was supposed to be a twist. Is that in the original script, Harry ends up being the bad guy. Uh. It was supposed to be that Daniel's character was supposed to be like the heel, and at the end of it, it was supposed to be Keanu Reeves was the one trying to get the money the whole time. What? Um, Now, the bomb was supposed to go off at 20 miles an hour, not 50 miles an hour, because it was supposed to take place in L.A. city traffic, not on the highway. Um, And then the bus was supposed to circle Dodger Stadium not the airport and it wasn't supposed to blow up a random plane it was supposed to blow up the hollywood sign which i don't know how you what? get a bus to go up the mountain to the hollywood sign if it's circling dodger stadium yeah so they're not even close so could you imagine the cast that i was talking about before tom cruise tom hanks oh. those and then of course the actresses with that kind of a twist with that kind of a story change okay. this movie could have been awful awful yeah, that that sounds horrible. <laughs> that's how bad this movie could have been, um, and it scares me that that's how bad this movie could have. You know, have been. it makes me wonder, like, if that's the version of the script that Dennis Hopper read, like, fresh off of Super Mario Brothers, and he's just like, I mean, it's better than whatever the hell I just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, and this to me is like this was my introduction to Dennis Harper. And I absolutely loved it. In fact, this was one of the first movies where I picked up... Well, not one of the first movies, but this was one of those movies where I picked up something that they wanted you to pick up and not say, and then later on I'm supposed to show you. Like, when he's in the elevator listening to uh, 
Keanu Reeves and mm-hmm. Jeff talk in in the end of the the, 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 the the elevator shaft, which mm-hmm. is where he picked up the whole like pop you know like pop quiz you know like shooting the hostage thing. Yeah. Um, he's he's holding his hand up to his ear and he's missing his fingers. You can see the giant scar on his hand, but they don't say anything. And then there's mm-hmm. the explosion, and then they show him later in his like little loft apartment thing that he's watching all the all of the TVs on, and they showed the hand. And I remember first time I watched this, I was like, oh, it's the guy from the beginning. And I remember my mom going, no, it's not. He died in the explosion. I said, no, 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 no. That was a decoy. I was like, I, I don't know, 11 or 12. I was like, no, 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 no. That, that, that was a decoy. That was a decoy. Mom, <laughs> decoy. Stop it. All right. Any, yeah, so, any, it. any other final yeah. thoughts on speed before we wrap this up? This was a delight. I love this yeah. movie. I really wanted to watch speed two after this. But I, didn't. <laughs> I think I'm going to tonight. So I'll what's let you know bad about it though? Like really, what's bad about it? Uh, yes. Okay. Done. <laughs> yeah. There. Uh, it, it just. I mean, it just doesn't hold up. Yeah, it doesn't. It it for the year that it came out, it didn't hold up. Uh, it's okay. just ridiculous that she's in the same situation again, and like on, but this time on a cruise ship. Is she also like steering the ship? Uh, I don't want to tell you because I don't remember. <laughs> All I remember I, is Willem and I Dafoe. couldn't tell you either. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, and then, yeah, sorry. No, uh, you're good. Anything else? Nope. No. All right. Well, I think that does it for our review of Speed. And I said I didn't have a movie picked out, but since we have our calendar now, I do have a movie picked out. I forgot I put one on there a few weeks oh, cool. ago. Um. So with the with summer coming to an end and this being the last big summer blockbuster we're going to be talking about for a while, I think I have a movie for the end of summer, guys. And it's a movie that Devin's never seen. That's been a Good. topic of contention on this podcast for the last few weeks. And that's Dirty Dancing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate the end of summer by not putting baby in the corner and watching Dirty Dancing for the for Devin's first time. Great. Um, and I, and I cannot wait to have him eat crow. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. I'm, I, I will go into it with an open mind. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> until then, uh, if you're watching us on Twitch, make sure <laughs> chat's right. Chat. You, will, you will have the time of your life. Uh, and you <laughs> owe it all to me. Uh, oh, I hate it. Until next time, if you're watching us on Twitch, make sure to hit that follow button. We may be doing a surprise. We may be doing a impromptu show on Sunday if someone decides to fly over from London and is in mm, town. Ryan. So, yeah, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> we're not sure. How did I end up schedule. in West London? I don't know if schedules yeah. are going to work out yet, but if they do, make sure to. Uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram to find out. We will make sure that we advertise that if it happens. Uh, if not, that'll be the show after Dirty Dancing, I think. Um, but we we have a fun fun idea planned, so stay tuned for that if it happens. If not, we'll be live next Tuesday with our review of Dirty Dancing. Um, Devin will be live again on Friday correct i will will you be i know with your traveling i you know i think i can do it i think i can do it i'll be live on friday then uh because 
I'm doing, uh, I'm in the middle of my newest video game challenge. This is a portal speed run. Whoever tuned in last time to watch me do it, thank you. You're awesome. Uh, I have gotten the game down from three hours to one hour. My goal is a half an hour. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, so I got a, I, I found out some cool tips and tricks. I've actually been practicing. I can't wait. So, okay. So, in the words of Bon Jovi, you give love a bad name. No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, make sure to follow us on Twitch for that. Uh, while you're at it, go over to our YouTube channel, and you can check out Devin and I this past weekend did a show as part of the Victors and Villains Awareness-a-thon, where we reviewed the first two episodes of Marvel's What If, and then spent the rest of the time talking about our own ideas for What If stories. Um, my picks were Sp- the Sp- Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, uh, The Dark Knight, and a- another non-superhero movie that I'm going to make you watch to find out. And then, Devin, your picks Ooh. were... My picks were uh, the 2005 Fantastic Four, Batman versus Superman, and a, I'm just going to call it a well-beloved movie franchise that I spent a lot of time working really hard to make it worse. Yeah. So, tune in. Yeah, that, that fandom's going to love your idea for it. They're um, going to love it. But that that is live on our YouTube channel. It's also available on all... It's on our podcast feed, so you can listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find us. So until next time, uh, for you have to watch this podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And um, be careful what you wish for, Parker. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It, and I've got the thing here. I forgot to put it on earlier. <laughs> oh, I like the nose holes. Those are my favorite part. Yep. <laughs>